Pissing in a cup. Pissing in a cup. Pissing in a cup, cup, pissing in a cup. Pissing in a cup, pissing in a cup. Pissing in a cup, cup, pissing in a cup. Man, I'll tell you what. Freddie, your podcasts are fire, bro. I really appreciate putting them out. You know, being a homeowner myself, it's always great to have another Tim the Toolman Taylor to be looking at, figuring out what I'm doing wrong. Also, other podcasts are great too. I go out on a walk, get one with nature in the morning, if you know what I mean. Listening to either the Joe Rogan podcast, the Church of What's Happening Now, or Thanks for the Invite podcast. I'm telling you what, bro, you're doing a good thing. I appreciate everything you're doing. Keep pumping those podcasts out, bro. Don't forget, pissing in a cup, pissing in a cup, pissing in a cup, cup, pissing in a cup. Shout out to the homie Westwoods for leaving us a voice message, pissing in a cup from episode 206. Hey, you can leave us a voicemail too. Give yourself your own shout out. Say whatever you want. Tell us what you think about about an episode. Uh, just follow the link on the bottom of the description of this episode. Peace. You ready for Freddy? <laughs> now that's a fucking bong hit. You are listening to Thanks for the Invite podcast. With Freddie Correa. So, it's 10-11 uh, a.m. in Las Vegas. February the 3rd. Uh, I was hungry. You ever wake up hungry and you're like, I need to get a breakfast burrito. I need it. I need to give me a breakfast, something. Like, you don't have time to do it at home, but you're like, I need to do it. But then, you just wait a little bit. And it's like, I don't want it anymore. I'm not hungry anymore. Like, I literally, like, right now I'm like, okay, I got some time. I could go pick it up. But now I'm like, I think I could just wait it out a little longer. After you get your coffee in, drink, you know, a couple bottles of water. I think that's what it is. Maybe it's just your body asking for something because you've been sleeping all night. And at first you just... You just want, your stomach wants to start squeezing stuff, you know, squeezing shit, future shit, and just creating future shit. That's what your body does. Our body creates shit inside of us. That's what we do. If there's something we create, like physically, it's shit. Shit, sweat, blood, blood, red blood cells, white blood cells. We create nothing but shit. It's all shit. Coronavirus. Um, attacks the immune system and your body turns into shit hello everybody welcome back so like I said it's a beautiful day in Las Vegas I gotta piss in a cup actually but I'm gonna hold it off I'm gonna hold it off in a piss I'm gonna break I'll put a break and uh, piss in a little bit that's what I'm gonna do how about that that way we could get a podcast out we didn't put a podcast out last week but hey God damn, February, we fucking rocked it, didn't we? When was the last time you saw me put out, what did I put out, four or five episodes? That's pretty good. And I'm telling you, it's because I'm really loving Anchor. This is not another commercial you already heard in the beginning, but hey, man, it makes it easy. Literally, I have been busy, though. I told you guys, it was crunch time. I have to get this mini apartment ready that I'm going to be renting out. And I can't be fucking around, dude. I cannot be fucking around. Oh, this guy just ran a fucking stop sign. Wow. 
I wonder if he's podcasting. I hope not. You know what? I might just piss in a cup right now. I think I'm gonna do it. Pissing in a cup. Pissing in a cup. Pissing in a cup. Cup. Pissing in a cup. All right, I'm back. That was. Whoo. That was a bright yellow one. Yeah. No, it wasn't that bright. It was more like a school bus yellow. That was very yellow. Mellow yellow. Yeah. You know, morning morning pisses are not the greatest because it makes you feel like, fuck, the, the night before, the day before, you drank a lot of water, your piss was looking pretty see-through, you know, very like a highlighter, see-through, barely any yellow kind of piss, and then the next night, all this piss that's inside of you, it just, it comes out super yellow, dude, it makes you wonder like, fuck, do I got cancer, what the fuck's wrong with me, but, um, I guess it's a challenge too because now you're like, all right, now it's time to really start drinking a lot of water and try to get back to the fucking see-through yellow. The kind of piss you would want to drink. If you would have to drink piss, you don't want to drink the yellow one. The fucking school bus yellow? No. If if I was to drink my own piss, I would definitely piss the see-through yellow. The fucking bright yellow I'm feeling proud of myself because I drink a lot of water yellow. That's the kind of piss you want to drink. Well, I hope you're having a good uh, rest of your week, guys. It's Tuesday. I had a great weekend. A lot of you already know I, I had a fun, fun weekend. On Friday, I got to do a show with Uncle Joey Diaz uh, at Treasure Island at uh, in Las Vegas. And holy fuck, man, what an experience, you know, I've, uh, I've done, this is, I would say the third time, um, I've done a show with, uh, Uncle Joey, third time opening for Joey Diaz, and, oh, I better throw this shit out, you know what sucks about pissing in a cup? is that obviously you know you know the rules you got to take out the straw so you don't drink it by accident and the problem other than that is the cup holders you never want to trust a cup holder that much because hit a bump do a crazy turn that fucking cup is going to spill over the place man now I've had that happen twice. Once when my friend Tony up in Reno, we were both working together. We we're in the same work truck. I think I was training him, and we hit a bump. I hit a bump. I was driving, and my fucking piss just flew out. It just fucking got all over us. Mostly me. And we're fucking. We're like, oh, grossed out. We're just. We had a lot. Tony and I. We're we we're best friends since we were kids, you know, and uh, we have so many experiences at work because we've always worked together and we're three years apart. But we have, dude. One time we're uh, looking for something in my work truck again, and there was a fire extinguisher in there. And this is up in Reno, and I don't know. He dropped something. I dropped something, and that fucking fire extinguisher just fucking exploded. Not not like exploded, but it just. It's it's shot it shot out. Is that how you say it? It's it's shot out. It squirted. It was it was like nothing but um, 
white powder. My face was covered in white powder. Uh, my my torso, my legs, everything. And it was just... I'm glad I didn't get it in my eyes. But, yeah, it just fucking shot me in, right in the fucking... Fucking... It was the money shot. And, uh... But... It, oh, yeah, back to pissing. Uh, spilling piss. Yeah, you don't want to fucking... Uh, spill you're pissed so you got to dump it out now this is when you become a fucking yoda okay because you don't want to just dump it out and in front of people you want to make sure you're in a in a road where not a lot of people are around you and that's where you dump out the piss um and it can't be illegal right it's it's illegal to piss in public to urinate you know because you're pulling out your thing but if you're just dumping out the, the pee that's already in the cup, you should be fine. This is where you really want to work on getting it very, you know, clear. Because by the time it's clear, they don't know what you're throwing out. It could just be um, water, you know. Most of the time, they probably think that. I always wonder what people think when they, if they see me throwing out liquid. Do they know it's piss? Or is it soda? It could be a flat soda. But, um, yeah, third time opening for Uncle Joey. It was uh, uh, an amazing experience. I, I got to see it. It's, it's got to be the best one out of the three times so far. It's three times, but it's been more shows than that. I mean, when we did Reno, we did three shows in Reno, two shows at South Point a couple years ago, and then one show here. So there you go. Six shows all together. Um, Man, I, thanks to all the people, first of all, all the people that gave me shout outs and they're happy for me. Thank you guys. I appreciate you guys. But you know, you know that um, Rogan has talked about this or other people have that imposter feeling, you know, you get this imposter feeling like, fuck, I don't belong here. Like, God damn it. Like, look, guys, I it sounds it sounds stupid, but I didn't get that spot. I didn't get to to do a spot for Uncle Joey because I'm funny. Am I funny? Yes, I'm funny. But that's not why I got it. There's a lot of funny, way funnier people that deserve to be on that spot and to get to do uh, just 10 minutes. That's all I did. Just a little spot, little guest spot, little guesty. There's way, there's uh, comics, comic friends here in Reno, um, I mean here in Vegas, are way funnier. It, it's, it's because of the connections you make. Remember what I told you? Um, on this episode I did about Ari and Kobe Bryant like a couple, couple episodes ago nobody's going to take care of you more than comics comics will take care of comics more than bookers will take care of comics and that's the way it works um, I, be, I developed a relationship with Uncle Joey and yes I am funny obviously fucking the show went great I, I'm not the kind of guy who will go out there and be like oh I fucking killed it dog I destroyed no no it, the show went great, okay? I had a great set. I had a great fucking one of the best times of my life. But it's not... I didn't get to that spot just because of funny, I would say. There you go. Not just because of that. There's a lot of stuff that get, that has to, you know, to do with it. Um, the You know, I've been an Uncle Joey's fan. Uh, I've been a fan since, Jesus, way before I even got into Joe Rogan, uh... I used to listen to this podcast or a radio show, uh, Tom Likas, back in the day. And Tom Likas used to be on uh, 
air radio. What do you call it? Terrestrial? Yeah, terrestrial. 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 Terrestrial radio. You know, like Howard Stern, all those shows, all those great shows, Opie and Anthony. But um, eventually the show went away. Tom Likas uh, ended up coming back as an internet show for a while. And I was working up in Truckee in Lake Tahoe, I, you know, listening to nothing but radio. And I've been a radio fucking kid since I was a kid. <laughs> I've been listening to radio like I've always loved radio. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, I've always been intrigued by talk, talk radio, I would say. Um, so I would listen to Tom Likas and then I heard one time. Uh, this guy called in and he, he called uh, Tom Uncle Tom and it sounded funny right Uncle Tom and then um, Tom Likas showed respect and called him Uncle Joey I'm like why are these guys calling each other uncles what the fuck's going on here and this guy had like this New York accent and then he he's he, he's all saying I'm just calling him say show you love my brother I'm glad you're back on the radio this and that you know that's my joy impression and and it was a I was like who the fuck is this guy oh he's a comic Tom mentioned he was a comic where's he gonna be performing at and all this stuff so I looked him up I looked up Uncle Joey and then I found him uh, I googled him then I found him on a show called the Joe Rogan experience and I'm like Joe Rogan the fear factor guy <laughs> Uh, I listened to the episode. I got hooked. I started listening to more. I started looking up more Joey Diaz. And all of a sudden, I, I found uh, the Death Squad Chronicles or the Ice House Chronicles from Death Squad with Ryan Redband. And I I started getting all into Joey. I'm like, I need to listen to more of this guy. Then I found out he had his own podcast, The Beauty and the Beast with Felicia Michaels. And at this point, guys, I, I'm like, all right, I need more episodes. And then I started listening to more Rogan. Dice was on there. I started listening to Rogan around, I think, right after he passed 100 episodes. Then I went back and started from the beginning. Um, Tommy Chong was on it. Fucking the guy from Ancient Aliens. This is back in the day, guys. So I was like, I was fully invested. I became a huge fan of Joey Diaz. Um, and... And then on Twitter, one time, this is... I had already started doing comedy, you know, when I was working in Truckee, listening to radio. On Twitter one time, after I moved to Vegas, I hit up Uncle Joey and I, I said, Hey, uh, I don't know what got into me, but I'm like... I thought, maybe I could get him to come do a show in Reno uh, at my home club, Reno Tahoe Comedy Club. So I, I, I hit him up and I said, Hey, I think I have a potential hookup for a show up in Reno I wanted to give you some information that's all I wanted to do I just wanted to you know I, that'd be so fucking cool if Uncle Joey came to Reno Nevada you know and, and like I said at this point I'm in Vegas so uh, I don't know if I had met Joey already at the Mirage there's this picture I took of him um, I don't know if it was there or at the Ice House I don't know exactly when they meet Uncle Joey but he responded and he's like he followed me back on twitter and i sent him some information i left it up to him and the booker next thing you know uncle joey books a show up in reno around august 
And this is about six, seven years ago, something like that. Uh, of course, the booker, he's like, hey, you want to do the show? You want to come feature? And uh, and and I was like, fuck yeah. And, and the feature is the feature host over there. He, You know, it's a little different than your traditional host feature headliner setup. This one is a little different. This one is the host opens the show, brings out some guest spots, comes back out, does more time. And you end up doing 15 to 20 minutes, but it's broken up. Um, so I got to do the shows with Joey. Had a blast. So I made that connection. Years passed. Um, uh, a gentleman by the name uh, Token Lair. Super cool dude. Um, I developed a relationship with him because he was a listener of the podcast. And he lived in Vegas. And he became friends with Joey. Um, Joey was doing some shows at South Point. He was filming. He was recording. He was about to record a special. Uh, his special that he ended up not liking it, so he didn't release it. <coughs> Got to hang out there with Joey backstage. Token Lair. I think Lee was there. Yeah, Lee was definitely there. Because Lee and Lizzie went out on stage and did a little dance to bring out Joey. So at this point, I'm like, oh, cool. Now my wife and myself have opened for Joey, you know, just thinking, trying to be funny or whatever. So, I think another year or two passes by, uh, Token Lair shoots me a text, he's like, hey, Uncle Joey wants you to open for, or, or you know, do do a spot tonight and tomorrow, and I'm like, okay, he's like, yeah, you ready? I'm like, yeah, he's like, alright, cocksucker, so he fucking hangs up, and I'm like, what the fuck? And I know Token Lair hooked it up. I know he, maybe he said, uh, hey, Freddy's available if you need someone to open. I don't know. He put in a good word for me, though. And, yeah, I had open for Joey already up in Reno. But it, now it was different. Now it was like, oh, shit, he's asking me if I want to do a spot. Fuck yeah. So that was that was amazing. I, I did two spots. Um, uh, uh, shit, I forgot her name, the feature. She's pretty funny. Oh, Esther Koo. She's really funny. She uh, she featured. And I connected with Esther. It was that time when um, she was a guest. You could look it up online. Jim Norton and Opie got in a fight on, on the radio. Esther kind of instigated it. It was hilarious. But, um, yeah, so um, that was a great experience right there, you know. The years have passed. I've always kept in touch with Uncle Joey. I've, I've become a member of the of the admin administrators on the Facebook group. Um, thanks to the guys that have like, you know, um, that put me there as an admin. So like, I, I you know, I just I'm just a bad admin because I don't fucking I don't control shit in there. You got to pretty much control the language or people to come in and. You know, you got to do shit. You have powers. You could delete fucking posts. I don't, I, mean, I just, I don't have enough time to do it. But it's a fucking honor to be part of it, though. Just to be part of the admins. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, like, what the fuck was I talking about? I don't even smoke weed. What was I saying? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, over the years, I've, I've, I've developed relationships with members of the church and if you if you're listening, you're like, what the fuck? What church are you talking about? 
it's a podcast called the church of what's happening now and um we call it that it's like it's it's like if we're a cult that's not a cult you know what i mean like it's funny we're just family it's we take care of each other you know you're gonna be in new york there's some a member of the church hit up uh brett rivera you know he'll take care of you you know the homie sean just did that last time and they got to hang out it, that's the way it works you go to a city there's a member of the church we're gonna take care of you so um last year i go to see uncle joey at treasure island with my boy uh, ian and my wife lizzie and i'm hanging there with randy uh another comic and we're there hanging out with joey at the end of the show he tells us to wait afterwards so we can hang out and this is uh the weekend the maybe two three days right after brody stevens had passed away so it was very emotional you know um emotional set he did a great story about uh brody steven at the end so then joey tells me he's like hey i thought you were gonna come in and do a spot and i'm like what do you mean like like going yeah i thought you were gonna i was waiting for you at the green room i thought you were gonna do a spot i'm like and i'm thinking in my head holy shit my head's blowing up right like god damn like i don't want my fucking like i don't want to impose i told him i, I would never want to impose and He's like, your family. Every time I'm in Vegas, you're on the show. I'm like, oh, shit. So I remember that. So all year I've been fucking, I've been working hard, guys. I'm thinking, like, I have other shows. I've had other big shows, but I'm like, nah. I really got to fucking prepare myself for next year or whenever Joey comes. At this point, I didn't know it was going to be this year. But um, sure enough, I hit him up a couple weeks ago. I'm like, hey, Uncle Joey, are we still up for... uh me doing a set for your show he's like fuck yeah so then it, that was it it was set up um and here comes friday guys friday i'm about to open i wouldn't call it opening it's definitely not opening it's you're doing a set opening is when you're on the road and you get hired that's opening i'm doing a spot and i know we're just used to saying that but it's literally I'm just doing the spot. That's all I'm doing. I'm not opening. Okay. So I'm thinking I'm about to do a show at Treasure Island. <coughs> now, mind you, it's not just a comedy club. It's a fucking theater. And I'm, it's starting to hit me. I'm like, this is where the fucking Circus Olay show happens. It's a big theater, big round stage. You know, there's people not all the way behind you, but definitely past. It's like, it's definitely like a 90 degree, more than uh, maybe 110 degrees of a stage where you could turn around behind you, like to not behind you, behind you, but like to the left behind you and to the right behind you. Like you got people, you know, you could definitely be facing, turning your backs on them while you're performing so i'm thinking like god damn this is fucking scary i'm tripping balls as it gets closer i'm just doing more sets i'm performing at different spots because i'm like if i i need to get the fucking bombs out of the way you know like that's what it, when you're doing fucking comedy you want to fucking um you know there's a potential bomb ahead of you you want to get those bombs out of the way just fucking run through the minefield 
before you get there, you know? So I'm like, ah, oh, shit. Because there's going to be nothing worse than bombing, okay? Nothing worse than bombing when uh, Joey asks you to do a spot at a theater when it's a crowd full of fans of the person they're there to see. There's a difference when people go see a comedy show like at a club and they don't know who the fuck's playing. They're just there to have a laugh or they got free tickets or something. There's a huge difference than when you go and do a show with a crowd of fans that they're there to see the guy performing, you know? Huge difference. If you if they don't like you, ooh shit. It's going to go bad, motherfucker. It's going to go real bad. And you heard stories, like, people that open for Dice, like, Dice's crowds are fucking brutal. Now, Uncle Joey's fans, they're different, you know. We're different. I'm a fan. We're different. We're very, you know, but still, the truth is, you know, you could have all these credits. People could love you as much as you want. They're going to give you a chance. They'll give you 30 seconds. If you're not funny, it's not going to go good not gonna go well at all so i'm tripping balls guys and at the same time i'm like i need a fucking i need to bring some gifts it was joey's birthday recently dean del rey is the feature uh, first time meeting dean del rey i love dean i need to find something but i wanted to be creative on something that they would like so uh, but on top of that, I, I, I like to give multiple gifts. I don't like to just fucking give a gift. So I, I'm like, I need at least, I don't know, give them a gift card to go eat barbecue food or something. But I don't know what, what store to, to buy them from. I'm at Walmart before the show. I, and I ha it's crunch time. It's three, three hours till the show. Okay. But I'm flipping out. I'm like, fuck, what am I going to get? What store, what fucking uh, restaurant should I get them? And uh, I, I, I text Lee Syatt and Steve Simone. I'm just desperate. I'm like, I need to fucking know what they like. I even fucking called Lee. I got fucking scared. I just fucking, and, and, and I talked to him. I'm like, hey, bro, what do you think I should get him in? Both Steve and Lee, I love them. They're, they're the sweetest people. They're like, you know, just say anything we'll do. You know, I don't, I don't, they didn't want to fucking take the fall if it was something that, let's say, Joey or Dean Del Rey don't like. So, man, I just went with barbecue. I just went with Texas Roadhouse. Got them that. Who doesn't love Texas Roadhouse? It's fucking great. Texas Roadhouse is pretty good. But, um, it was tough though, man, because. I should have, I, I always do this shit. I always fucking procrastinate. Like, I, I have something in my head, and that's where the ADD comes in. I've never been diagnosed. Just self-diagnosed. Because I know I have it. I have to have it. You know, I was at Walmart. It's crunch time. I'm there to get fucking gift cards. I get distracted by uh, uh, these, these beer pong floaty thingies that you put in a pool. So you can play beer pong while you're in the pool. And I'm like, oh, shit. I took pictures of it. I'm all texting Lizzie. Hey, I think I found those things we were looking for last year. Now I'm shopping. Okay? And like I said, I've been working on the house, the little renovation we're doing and all. Now I'm in the section to buy stain to, so I could stain this uh, barn door I bought. And I'm thinking, okay. So now, now I'm like, okay, but do you just need stain? Or do you? what else do you need to stain a door? 
So now I'm looking at YouTube videos. How to stay in a barn door. And I'm sitting there like a fucking Momo in the aisle just watching, uh, was it uh, 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 DIY videos? Just watching DIY videos, do-it-yourself videos on how to fucking paint or stain a, a, a barn door. And then I'm like, how am I going to hang this barn door? Now I'm watching videos on how to fucking hang. I'm like, what the fuck's wrong with me? I came here to buy gift cards. I need to go home, wash my balls. I need to shave my head. So I fucking get out of there. Um, uh, Lizzie's getting ready. I'm getting ready, feeding the dogs, and I'm just tripping. I'm like, I need to calm the fuck down. So I put on some meditation music. I just sat there in the toilet in my squatty potty and just relaxed. I did. I think I did like 10, 15 minutes. I just had to shut down. I, I had to like not think of anything. I guess meditate, right? Like I, I just need to just fucking relax. Just stop talking in my head. Just listen to the music and... I guess you got to do like a mantra or something. I don't know what it is. I really, I, I don't even know if I was meditating. I was just trying to just forget. Yeah, I guess it is meditating. Forget about all the worries. Um, and man, it fucking works. Because I, after that, I'm like, all right. I think I'm ready to shave my head. And I shave my head. Have nothing but fucking red bumps on my head. Because I haven't shaved, like literally shaved. i just been buzzing my hair, my head for like the last few months in the winter time I, I guess I haven't really shaved it but um but yeah I just uh shaved my head jumped in the shower I set up my list I put my gifts together in the gift bags I'm like okay I'm ready and at this point I'm pumping myself up I'm I'm fucking I'm such a fucking dork I'm all listening to Eminem lose yourself over and over in the shower I'm fucking pumping myself I'm, I watched a video from Mike Tyson. I am a fucking... I'm Alexander. You ain't no Alexander. I'm going to eat your children. Uh, all praise to Allah. What, man? What? I'm just like pumping myself. I'm like, I need to fucking bring it. So we get to Treasure Island. Lizzie, she's such an amazing, loving, supporting wife. She's, she's pumping me up. I'm not nervous right now. At this point, I am not nervous. I'm just trying to enjoy it. I'm wearing Uncle Joy's uh, t-shirt. The uh, If you're not high by 2 p.m. in the afternoon, go fuck your mother. Or, I don't know, something like that. I bought it on Joe Rogan's website. Oh, a lot of people ask me, too. If you guys are wondering where I bought it, I bought it on... Um, uh, yeah, just go to JoeRogan.com. I think it's .com now, not .net. And go to his merch store. It's a really funny, cool picture of Uncle Joey's face. Um, so... We get there, we're in the parking lot at Treasure Island, we top, park in the top floor, there's people pre-gaming in their cars, and in my head I'm just thinking, oh, I wonder how many people are here to see Uncle Joey, and, and, and you can tell some people are smoking out or whatever, so, so I'm like, I'm just thinking, I'm like, well, I'm gonna just get off, and I'm gonna open my jacket to show that I'm one of Uncle Joey's fans, because I have his face on my fucking chest. You know, and sure enough, people are like, "Oh, cool shirt," you know, and uh, you know, I wanted the attention. I'm a fucking comic. I need attention. So, so there I am, walking to the show. Um, there's fans. There's, and I'm thinking in my head at the same time. I'm just thinking like, just me being fucking stupid. 
I'm like, ooh, I wonder if they know I'm I'm gonna do a set tonight. I bet you they have no idea I'm doing a set tonight. And you know, this is the kind of shit you say, tell yourself in your fucking head because I'm a fucking idiot. But um, like, why they don't even know who the fuck I am? Why why would they know, Freddie? Why would they know who the fuck you are? Okay, no one knows who the fuck you are. Five people knew who the fuck I was. That's it. They were my friends. That's it. Um, where the fuck? Oh yeah. So we get in get to the green room and it's a beautiful green room there we go that's where I gotta go 41 give me one second okay so here's I just realized we hit 38 minutes I need to come back and tell you the rest of the of my experience uh, this weekend so this is a good stop right here this is a good good place to pause and take a little break uh, to you you're not gonna notice much of a break but um yeah I, i'm gonna get back and talk about uh the experience of during the show and what happened um and how it went and all that so uh i'll be back motherfuckers all right so the the night of the show here we are uh joey let me skip ahead real quick joey gave me a really nice shout out on on the church of what's happening now on uh episode seven six five and I listen to it in the morning, and it's very inspiring to listen to the uh, podcast like that or um, Tuesdays with Stories. Anything that has to do with comedians, just the whole journey of it, it's always inspiring to me to listen to it in the mornings. In the afternoons, I'll switch it up to something more, um, either a, a murder mystery podcast type of thing, crime, true crime is the correct term, I guess. Um, or just anything else, a Rogan. At nighttime, I like the fun stuff. Like, if I'm working on the house, I'll do some Legion of Skanks, something more funny. But, anyway, it was nice to hear Joey talk about, um, the journey and how he's very open and very, he's always been very honest about how nervous he gets and the anxiety and that's one thing that I used to think when I was doing comedy uh, in Reno. I'm like, I would get these nerves, and and at one point even I found myself shaking. I was so scared. I'm like, I, what the fuck am I doing? I love I love doing this. I love making people laugh. While I'm on stage, it feels amazing. It's it's this incredible feeling of of uh, it's like a rush, you know. But right before I that's something I just did not enjoy it's this crazy feeling of nerves anxiety it feels like like you're gonna die but it's like there's no when you when you look at it the the big picture when when you're not narrow-minded and um, there's really nothing to fear you're just on stage and if you bomb you bomb you're still alive. What's the what's the whole point of um, the nerves then? And I've had conversations with my wife about this. And in reality, a lot of this anxiety, we're just doing it ourselves. We're creating this fake world, this fake scenario that doesn't really exist. But we created ourselves from fear. So I used to think like... Am I always going to have this? Am I always going to have this fear? 
If so, I, I don't think I could keep doing stand-up. But then I would hear people like Joey, who's very open about it, and other comedians talk about it. And now, nah, man, a lot of times, I mean, some I, I admire the people that have the fucking confidence to just go on stage and they're never ner- fucking nervous. Or some of them hide it well. But, man, thank God for people like Joey and that, that, that really are uh, open about it because fuck listen to the episode guys after he gives me a shout out he goes in there and he starts talking about how before the show like two hours before the show he was pacing you know he was walking down the down the hallway of the hotel to calm down he went down the stairs and he had these nerves this anxiety of just getting the show over with already just going out there and just fucking doing it you know and here i am in my own little routine i'm fucking tripping balls about walmart trying to give gift cards trying to look at my set my bullet points i wrote down on one of my business cards i wrote down my four bullet points for the jokes just for i did four bits and um the structure i was struggling with the structure which one should go first and I decided to go with crescendo, you know, the way you're supposed to do it. Especially if you're going to do a big show like that. You don't want to fuck around and say, oh, I'm going to put my closer in the front so I could challenge myself to do a new bit or something. No, no. When you're going to do a good a, a show where you don't want to fuck this up, you got to do your crescendo. Let it build up, build up, build up, and then fucking end strong. So I thought about my jokes. That helped me relax. When when I when I'm prepared, that's one of the best ways to fucking get rid of anxiety. Prepare. When you prepare, it's a game changer, right? But we we it's like we we get in our own way. Other things come come in front of uh, getting prepared. You start thinking of other things that are priority that are not priority. You know. I mean, I'm talking about myself. I get distracted. Just like when I went to get the gift cards and here I am fucking buying uh, a, a paint to stain the fucking barn door. But, um, yeah, just looking at my list, that helped me a lot. But here's Joey also nervous of his own show. And, and uh, it, it's cool. It's, it's very refreshing to, to hear someone that's been doing it for like pretty much 30 years and uh, and they go out there and they just fucking destroy just slay you know and I'll, I'll give you my experience while uh, I was with Joe and Dean Del Rey I, I was I was like pumping myself up as we're walking in when we get to the green room but as soon as I see Joey and Dean I'm like oh shit it's almost showtime I talked to the stage manager. She's all telling me where to come out on stage. And I see Dean and Joey. And there's something about faking it, guys. I'll tell you this. It's okay to have nerves. That's normal. Anxiety, be anxious before a show. But there's something to say about hiding it. I think it's important to hide it, guys. You really got to hide the fucking nerves. And that's something you got to really... 
if you're a stand-up comic or if you're somebody that's gonna uh, fucking do a podcast and you're just nervous because you've never done one before whatever you're gonna do sh- pretend you just gotta be a fucking actor just fucking pretend that it, you ain't got no nerves just pretend you know what's up everything's gonna be fine you know like and and here's a reason for that I've noticed that it's contagious I've had comics that are not in the right state of mind you know usually it's newer comics that are just fucking nervous I've seen headliners too but it's a bad it's a weird energy because they're all fucking freaking out and when you when you have anxiety guys it feels like you're gonna die right that's how mine feels like it just feels like the world's ending no one understands what you're feeling right now everything's fucked everything's going to shit it's so cool to see dean and joey just seem normal just chatting this is like a few seconds right before i'm about to hit the stage guys and i don't know if they're just doing it because they just done it for so long obviously that's the case but in my head i'm thinking oh maybe they're just acting normal just so that i could calm the fuck down but man that that's something that helped me a lot just seeing joey and dean just fucking chatting away like fucking feet just feet away from the curtain where the where you know where you're gonna come out to this fucking big theater and uh i had to walk away for a second though they're talking and i'm like i'm nodding my head i'm listening trying to engage but i'm like holy shit i'm about to go out there what is my set again and i grab my fucking business card i look at it and i'm sweating like a motherfucker i i i I had to walk away for like a few seconds i bend down i stretch i grab this towel i wipe all the sweat off of me and then the stage director's like okay 30 seconds guys and i'm like oh my god it's gonna happen right now it's gonna happen right now it feels like a fucking roller coaster you know we're going up the hill and it's going click 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 and you're like can i still jump can i still get out of this fucking bitch can i still fucking get out and then you go over that fucking hill and you just fucking drop and then you have the time of your life you're like fuck yeah this is fucking awesome that's how it feels like but before the fucking awesome it feels like you're gonna fucking die oh it was scary guys it was fucking scary but i looked at joey looked at dean looked at the stage manager i think her name's abby and i'm like all right guys here we go let's do this and i fucking walk out there guys and i see two of the brightest lights I've ever fucking seen. I couldn't even see the audience. And I'm like, oh, this is even better. Fuck yeah. So I hear the reaction of the people. I'm I'm trying to connect in the beginning. I'm just pumping them up, asking the crowd. I'm, I went into host mode because I've been doing, I've been a fucking host for a long time. And it's like, holy shit, this has been preparing me. There's a reason why Matt uh, from the comedy club has put me as a host. Like this is, this is the reason I'm thinking. And I go out there, and I start fucking pumping up the crowd before I go into my bits. And then, as I'm pumping them, I'm trying to make them laugh. And and I and it clicked in my head. I'm not gonna be able to see people. My plan was not to do crowd work anyway. 
I need to just fucking trust my material. Just rely on it. And that's what I did, guys. I just started fucking going through my set. And I had heard, I've heard a lot of podcasts. You know how I talked about comedy school? You know, your comedy school is podcasts. If you listen to podcasts, that's your fucking comedy school. So you hear these fucking savages talk about when you're performing in a theater, in an arena, you don't just go fast. You got to fucking wait for the laughs. You got to wait for for sound to travel and then for the sound to travel back so you get the reaction. So I'm there pacing myself, guys. I've also heard don't just stand there like a twig. And my style is I'm very physical. So I don't just stand in one spot, you know, like, so I can't do that. I can't stand there in a big fucking stage. I got to start working that fucking stage. So I, so my stupid ass, I, I'm thinking in my head, ooh, I'm walking around like Chris Rock over here. You know, like, <laughs> I'm thinking like, like that's one of the people I love, you know, growing up and seeing Chris walk just fucking pacing back and forth on the stage. And I'm doing it as I'm doing my bits. But then when I did my punchlines, I would stop and look at the crowd fucking and deliver the punchline you know like so there's a lot of things that like i'm just going through what was going in my head right there you know and guys it was fucking amazing i i heard one lady fucking heckle me i i, I mentioned uh me and my girl been together for 15 years and uh she heckled and said why haven't you married her and i just fucking ignored her i'm like fuck you bitch I don't have to explain to you fucking shit, you fucking whore. I'm thinking in my head, you know, like, because I am married, you fucking idiot. Do you really want to have a conversation right now? I'm trying to, it's called a setup. I'm fucking setting up my bit. Why haven't you married her? Fuck you. Why don't you shut the fuck up? Where's your fucking muzzle? I I said that to a a lady one time. It's not the first time I've been heckled by by that. Because, uh. I don't wear a, a wedding ring, and uh, I tried to wear uh, a rubber one. I bought me a four-pack on Amazon um, because of the line of work that I do. That's my excuse, I guess, but it's uh, it's very, you know, I deal with electricity a lot, so we're not supposed to wear jewelry, so since I was, since we've been married 15 years ago, I, I just, I've never even liked jewelry, so I don't really wear anything. But for the sake of me getting heckled, it's not the first time I've been heckled on that shit. I start, I bought me a four-pack of rubber uh, or silicone rings. And I, I should have weared it. I knew I should have fucking weared it. But whatever. It is what it is. Um, it's just crazy how people will fucking... And it's always a lady. You never hear a fucking guy say... I'm not saying... I'm not trying to shit on ladies. But I've never been heckled by dude where's your where, where's your ring where have you married you're like fuck you it's so stupid a ring is so fucking pointless I don't know I I, I have uh, my whole theory on that shit uh, a wedding ring like that's gonna prevent you from cheating a wedding ring fuck you you ancient bitch anyway sorry I got kinda carried away on that but the good thing, here's the good news, guys. I did not respond to her. Sometimes, as a comic, you hear someone heckle, and you have a choice to engage on something that most of the fucking room did not hear, 
and now you're gonna eat up your time on stage to entertain this idiot or you keep going so that's where hosting all these years has played out and it's like oh shit this is why i've hosted for so long because i'm not saying i'm at the point where i know like i'm a fucking i see the matrix oh i'm gonna respond to that but not to that but i i knew enough that i should not respond to this lady so i plowed through and guys fuck it was fucking great i'm just like i was on cloud nine as i'm on stage i'm thinking wow it's like a glimpse of something that may come i've never i never got into comedy to be a fucking to blow up to be um honestly that i'm telling you the truth right i never got into comedy to be a famous person like people think everybody does it for the same reason i got into it because someone told me to try it and i i've always been uh i I love the attention don't get me wrong but i didn't get into it to become famous i got into it because i really liked making people laugh for selfish reasons not not for i I don't do it for the oh uh, you had a rough day i want to make you laugh no fuck you i'm doing it for myself i'm being honest with you there's something about making people involuntary laugh that it's so self-gratifying it really is that's why i got into it because it just fucking feels good that's why i'm being honest with you it's for selfish reasons okay now the podcast is something else i like doing the podcast also also for myself i love it it's fun but i honestly i do it because people listen to it people request it um and i get a lot of feedback and i feel like either um inspiring you to do something or or uh you know like or i'm giving you information that might be helpful but overall it's entertainment that's going to help you throughout your day so that the podcast is different guys that i'll be honest with you that one's my it might be 50 50 i do it for you guys and i do it for myself but the the comedy i'm sorry i don't do it for nobody but myself it's for me only you had a shitty day you want to come to a comedy club and laugh fucking laugh thank you for laughing but i'm not doing it for you okay i'll be a hypocrite if i was to tell you that so this is what i'm saying it's like i I had a glimpse i had a glimpse of what may come if i pursue this if I pursue this dream I have it was fucking great you know the only desire I've ever had in comedy is to to be able to do it professionally to make a living off of it but it's so scary because I see a lot of fucking killers um killers they they have over an hour they have albums CDs, they've done specials and they're barely making it. That's why it's fucking hard, dude. Comedy is fucking hard, but I I feel very inspired by last weekend though. I'll I'll be I'll be I'll be the first one to say that <laughs> I feel like this is how dumb I am. you know, this is how delusional I I am in my own head sometimes. I'm like, I feel like quitting my job. 
I think I'm gonna go full time. And it's not the first time. It's happened so many, like when I was fucking new. I thought I, I I watched this movie um after I did comedy I somebody recommended um I am comic and it talks about the, the what comics do you know they go on the road you become a feature you become a and in my head I'm thinking you know what I told my wife I'm like I think I could just be a feature and start working the road you know and bro I was like weeks into it and I'm thinking I could do it and now I'm like almost 8 years into it and I'm thinking holy shit I barely have 20 minutes you know of course i have more material than that but like that's another thing too i should have more material at the age a uh, comedy age i am but at the same time i fucking hate those comics that say they have an hour and they have fucking just garbage material um but yeah that i'm really inspired to start fucking you know use this momentum to keep working it you know just to keep fucking working it and I'm telling you, like, the set that I did, I don't know if I, I know, I know in a few months, even a few weeks, I'll look back and I'll be like, ah, oh, that what a fucking shit set, but I felt good about it, I felt like I didn't do a lot of fluff, you know, sometimes we do fluff just to fill in time and stretch it out, but, yeah, it felt good, guys, it felt really good, um, and, and it feels feels even greater to to see the the nice things that people have said and congrats you know people congratulating me and just happy for me because there's a lot of jealousy in this too you know there's a lot of jealousy and people um, I had people text me you know uh, comics just happy for me so it's really nice you know to see that um, real quick Brett Rivera. Allison Hughes, Henry Mueller, John Joyce, Luke Stavs, uh, Scott Cunningham, of course. Um, these are the church admins. Scott is the one that created the group. And, you know, you guys showed me a lot of love, man. Thank you. Thank you guys for doing that. Um, my buddy Adam Pistone from, uh, he used to be an admin. He stepped down from uh, England all you guys everybody that fucking reached out to me thank you guys I really appreciate it but hey man you know what it was it was just another gig just another gig and you gotta keep fucking gigging gotta keep on gigging keep doing it so there you go guys just a little episode of my reflection of this weekend of uh, how I got to know Joey and how it came about so thank you guys if you can take the time send me a voicemail through anchor if you download the app there's a there's an option i've posted the link as well i really appreciate you guys that taking the time it's really cool to hear your voice on the podcast it's like you're giving yourself a shout out you know so thank you west woods again for the for the voicemail that was fucking hilarious pissing in a cup oh look I'm passing by Texas Roadhouse, the only one in Vegas. I got to go there. I heard there's good barbecue. <laughs> oh, all right, guys. Wash your hands. Stay safe. Clean your mouth. Wash your dicks, pussies. Um, stay away from coronaviruses.